called Lay Low While Crawling or Creeping. That brings us to 7.30, right on the nose, and time to check in with R.W. Estella live on the phone. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. 150 years ago next month, a poor and unlettered French peasant girl named Bernadette Soubirou was tending her sheep when the Virgin Mary appeared to her several times in a vision and revealed the miraculous healing properties of the water's springing from the grotto in which Bernadette was standing. The grotto is in the town of Lourdes, in the French department of Haute-Pyrénées, and has since become one of the most famous Catholic shrines, where many miraculous cures have been reported. The French naturalist writer Émile Zola drew inspiration from Bernadette's experience for his novel Lourdes, and a similarly inspiring historical novel entitled Das Lied von Bernadette, or The Song of Bernadette, was written by the Austrian realist writer Franz Werfel. Werfel was in France when the Germans invaded in 1940, and he took refuge in the church of St. Bernadette, where he vowed to dedicate a book to the saint if he managed to safely escape, which he did to the United States later that year, with the novel appearing shortly afterward. As with most saints, the path to Bernadette's canonization was not an easy one. She was severely challenged by the skeptical, both within Roman Catholicism and outside of it, before she was allowed to retreat to a quiet convent some ways away at Nevers in central France. She died in 1879 at 36 years old and wasn't canonized until 1933. Skeptics, of course, have persisted. In 1990, my girlfriend and I were on a train in southwestern France headed for Saint-Jean-de-Luz on the coast when we were slowing down on approach into Lourdes a rather proper and sophisticated, though nevertheless polite and attractive, middle-aged French woman had suffered our attempts to speak French for almost an hour and had become relatively friendly. We mildly joked whether a side excursion to the grotto, perhaps to catch a glimpse of Our Lady of Lourdes, the local name for the Virgin Mary, would be a worthwhile pursuit. Our temporary traveling companion laughed, rolled her eyes, and replied, Bien sûr, if you can see past all the other pilgrims looking for the same glimpse, Apparently, more than a million people visit the grotto every year, many of them seeking miraculous cures. Ten years ago today, many a Mainer was seeking a miracle or two to cope with the results of three days of freezing precipitation that left 300,000 households, about half the state's population, without electricity for varying lengths of time, some for more than a week. Wheat returned to Maine on Thursday night, the 8th of January, well after the ice storm had hit the area. Our time on the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico had been relaxing and free of news from the States. Per usual, my first question to the taxicab driver as we were headed out of the Bangor Airport and north toward Orono was, So what's new around here lately? He was incredulous. How long have you been gone? He asked, and without waiting for an answer, he said matter-of-factly, Yes, you didn't hear any news either. No, I answered, and then wondered aloud, What's up? The driver told me to look around and see whether I noticed anything different. It took me a couple of seconds, but then it was obvious. Well, it's awful dark out there, I remarked, all proud of myself. Yep, the driver said, it's been out for a couple of days, and the hydro's saying it's going to be out for a while. Looking around on the way home, I noticed lots of downed limbs and branches. We were one of the last flights in, arriving late about 10 o'clock, and no one was on the roads. Fortunately, the weather was quite a bit above freezing, so when we got home, the house didn't seem too much like a cave. I got a good fire going, and we went to bed. Next day, we became quite popular with various friends and neighbors because we had an efficient fireplace, a nice warm hearth, and plenty of wood. 
Plenty of wood was also waiting for me right outside the front door. All I had to do was work it up. Burning all that green wood I processed from the fall downs helped preserve the dry wood I had stashed months earlier. We were lucky. Lots of folks in Maine 10 years ago weren't. All of us, however, experienced miracles of sorts. Had the prolonged temperatures been sub-zero, we would have had a hundredfold the disaster on our hands. As it was, an assortment of lessons were learned, perhaps most importantly including how to be best prepared for such disasters in the future. Watch a transformer high atop a pole blow up, for example, and a newfound respect for staying clear of damaged lines will no doubt permeate your awareness forever. From Arno, Maine, happy birthday, St. Bernadette. Thank mm-hmm. you.